0: Good morning. Welcome to Bethany Church. Great to have you all here. Lost my voice this morning during rehearsal. I don't know why I'm playing the drums, but somehow I lost my voice. (laughs) Must have been screaming over my own loudness. Uh, Just a little short meditation this morning before we bring the kids up and they do their final preparations. We're doing our Advent series in the Book of Ruth uh, during December. It's this amazing story of waiting for redemption, just like Advent, and then seeing God's redemption work through this family of Ruth and Naomi and Boaz, taking place in Bethlehem, a town we talk a lot about this time of year, and then seeing what God does through them, Ruth and Boaz becoming the great-grandparents of the king, David, and eventually the forebears of the Messiah who would redeem the whole world, Jesus. And last week, we talked a little bit about the horrible circumstances we see in chapter one, where uh, Ruth and Naomi, uh, their spouses die, and um, they find themselves needing to leave to return back to Naomi's hometown of Bethlehem. And it's a tough time in Israel's history. There's no king. It's the time of the judges. And there's also, as they return to their, their hometown, there's a famine in the land. So pretty much everything that can go wrong is going wrong at this time in history, but we see the character of Ruth that she does not abandon Naomi, but binds herself in covenant to her and lays down her life as a picture of what Jesus has done for us, and just the commitment of Naomi and uh, Ruth to God and waiting on God in this time of great difficulty, remaining faithful. So we talked about last week, and now in chapter two. Kind of what happens in chapter 2, real briefly, is Ruth goes out now and she's trying to find a way to survive. She's going out to collect grain in the fields. It says in Ruth 2.3, so Ruth left and entered the field to gather grain behind the harvester. She happened to be in the portion of the field belonging to Boaz, who was from Elimelech's family. So Ruth goes out to gather wheat from the field and she ends up in Boaz's Field, who's one of Naomi, her mother-in-law's relatives, and Boaz is a man who is faithful to God, and he allows Ruth to gather from his fields, to glean from his fields, and shows great kindness to her. And that's kind of just those two quick plot points from Ruth chapter 2 are the thought that I just want to leave with you this week as we look at their situation and talking about waiting on God. What do we do? In that season of difficulty. When we're waiting on the Lord. Everything's going wrong. And we're waiting on Him. What do we do in that season? Number one, we believe that God is working. That's kind of what Derek talked about last week. We see that God's working behind the scenes. As Ruth ends up in the field of the only man who can redeem their situation. (laughs) God's working providentially. Leading us as we begin to uh, to work out. And what are the chances that she ends up in his field? But just believing that God is working to orchestrate good for those who believe in him and are faithful to him. Keeping that in our heart. But then secondly, the thing that's really true in Ruth chapter 2 is continuing to take steps of faith and obedience in hard times. Ruth goes out to glean from the field at great personal peril. We learn in Ruth chapter 2 that she's actually in in physical danger doing this. She needs protection, but she goes out and takes this little step of faith to do whatever she can to take steps in this difficult time, putting herself in a vulnerable, vulnerable position. But believing God will bring redemption in our lives. But secondly, we see with Boaz that in this time of famine and great difficulty, he's a farmer. And yet he remains faithful to God's law and to what God would have him do. Look what it says in Leviticus 19, 9 through 10. This is God's law for the people of Israel. It says, when you reap the harvest of your land, do not reap to the very edges of your field or gather the gleanings of your harvest. Do not go over your vineyard a second time or pick up the grapes that have fallen. Leave them for the poor and the foreigner. I am the Lord, your God. So even in this time of famine, when... Most people would probably guard carefully what's theirs, the grain in the, in the fields. Boaz is faithful to obey God in this difficult time and lets Ruth, a foreigner and the poor among them, glean from his field and shows her beyond what's even required of him by the law, kindness in this time of difficulty. And this is where God meets us. In these difficult times, when we take these little steps of faith, we don't know what God's going to do, but what we learn from this story is that if we're obedient, if we're faithful, that He comes and works with us in the midst of that and writes a story that we couldn't possibly imagine, and we don't know. Often, not till hindsight. Famous uh, theologian and uh, philosopher, Soren Kierkegaard, says this. He says, life can only be understood backwards but it must be lived forwards. Life can only be understood backwards, but it must be lived forward. Ruth and Boaz had no idea the redemption God would work in and through them, but their story reminds us to keep taking these steps of faith and obedience, particularly when times are tough, because that's when God will meet us in that little weak faith to do incredible things that we could not imagine. He would do. Now let's just pray together. Father, I I pray that as we reflect on this this morning, Lord, we don't know what 2020 is going to bring. Maybe 2019 has been a tough year. Maybe we are in a hard place in life or maybe hard times are going to come. But I pray, Lord, as we reflect on this story, that we would have the faith of a Ruth and of a Boaz, Lord, that we would remain faithful and obedient to you in difficult times, that we would take whatever steps we know to do that you've shown us when times are good, Lord, that we wouldn't abandon those things when times are hard, but we would continue to do them, continue to press into you, knowing that you work all things for good. You work all things for good, Lord, for those who hope and trust in you and persevere in faith. And so, Lord, we want to be that kind of people, and I pray that you'd remind us of that in this Advent series as we go through this book of Ruth, and we just thank you for your work in our lives and in our our midst, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thanks for listening to our short meditation. Now we're going to invite our kids to come up as we present to you our nativity play, Light of the World. Let's give them a hand as they make their way up.